If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. That's good. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Very easy. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on many platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast one place. Very easy. Highly recommend Anchor. Hey guys, I'm Dr. Cherie. And I'm Eugene Pope. And welcome back behind the green door. Uh, so today's topic is how to follow up post-webinar. Yeah, so what, what do you need to get? And you're on a webinar, a lot of times people aren't giving phone numbers or aren't giving emails, but maybe there's somebody that you see that you want to connect with. So what's yeah. the best practice for that? I mean, I actually prefer to gently suggest to the other attendees, like, hey, you know, let's let's put our contact info in the in the chat section. Yeah. One, then you don't have to feel like you're calling someone out, like, you know, hey, Eugene, can I get your contact information? That way, there's a lot less pressure. Yeah, you don't want to do that during the webinar because there are other people on it, obviously. Mm -hmm. But a watch out if you want just that person to get your information, and you don't want everybody else to see it. If you put it in an open chat, everybody else is going to get your contact information. Yes, because you also can, if there's like one specific person that you do want to communicate with, and I've done this on occasion as well, so it looks, especially if you're on a Zoom call, um, if you open up the chat function, it'll be kind of like down towards the bottom, and then when you open it up, it'll say reply to everyone, we'll hit that everyone, and it's a drop down box, and then it'll say, you know, it'll actually list the attendees. Now, if there's a lot of attendees that may or may not be feasible, you know, or time effective, because there may be a lot to scroll through, but if there's a, you know, a manageable amount of names, yeah. then you can always go through and then pri privately message them, and then they know you're interested. Yeah, and, and, if, and also, you can contact the host afterwards mm -hmm. if there's no real method, if you're on a type of webinar where they yeah. have a chat room. You can always contact the host afterwards, but make sure you got a valid reason Share yeah. the reason why you want to make a connection with this person. Because if you just ask for their information, they may be reluctant to give it to you. It's yeah. privacy issues, too. Well, right. Not only that, though, but we're all very well acquainted with all the drip campaigns everyone yeah, does. And exactly. I mean, not to say that there's nothing, you know, we don't say that there's anything wrong with those, but we all get a bazillion emails, especially now post-COVID, because that's how we're primarily communicating or a text message or what have you. It's just one, it's just another piece of noise that we get in our inbox. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think an appropriate way to ask a host would be, hey, like if, say if Eugene's hosting, hey Eugene, you know, I really enjoyed connecting with Jane, or I, you know, I really enjoyed listening to her, um, and I think, you know, I'd really like to connect with her and see if there's, you know, a a relationship there as far as like a business goes or I'd love to be a referral partner yeah. and then and then if you give a reason like Eugene said you give more information because if you're just reaching out for basic information yeah. without any thought process behind it I mean it just kind of reads as a little skeezy and you know you know yeah and chances are there's you know their name and information is going to end up on an email list somewhere and plus having that conversation with the host getting information from them you may find out that it is a good fit or it's not a good fit. They right. may have some input that's valuable to you. You may have some input that is valuable to them yeah. as well. And especially if you are you know better acquainted with the webinar host, you could actually reach out. Like if I like you know, Eugene and I have known each other a while, so I could say, Hey Eugene, you know, there are a bunch of people on your webinar. Are there any you know, are there any attendees off that list that you have that, you know, might benefit from, you know, a conversation with me 
or you know what have you whatever you want to whatever you want to communicate um, you know and if you know the if you know the host and they value you as a referral partner or business partner that's a great way as well now if you're the host of the webinar and this may be an option for you if you want to connect people let people know that up front how can they get connected with each other yeah give them the process uh, so they know they either reach out to you or they can put it in the chat mm -hmm. but also if you're the host and I've seen this happen quite a bit hey everybody put your information in the chat yeah. some people may not be comfortable with that and you may not get everybody put in the mm -hmm. chat so set that expectation up, expectation up mm -hmm. front of what you want to happen as far as getting people with each other. Right. Although I would say though, especially if you're like a little hesitant and you know you don't necessarily want to bother anybody, and you're kind of just kind of more like on a discovery mission. If people are willing to put their info in the chat, that's one way yeah. to weed out the people who aren't necessarily going to be as receptive to cold calling, if you will. Okay. So that's you know because if people are willing to give up their information on the chat, chances are they're open. Even if they even if they kindly but gently tell you, no, I'm not interested in your services. I don't know that there's any opportunity for us to be, you know, referral partners. That's okay. But they're far more apt to be open and nice about it versus ignoring phone calls, ignoring, <laughs> ignoring your exactly. text messages and your emails. Yeah. So Now, another thing, too, if you're on a webinar where it, it's intercompany webinar, everybody mm -hmm. really knows each other, yeah. and you want to bring up a topic, there are some times where you want to take that topic offline. So mm -hmm. be sure that you have that contact information or you get that contact information. Maybe that's something you share yeah. in the chat box, but maybe that's where you reach out to the host. But mm -hmm. be, be cognizant of everybody else in there. You may want to speak up and have a conversation with that person right away, but it may not be the place during the webinar. Right, right. Not only that, though, but also remember that chat box is someone, if you do happen to put it in everyone, yeah. those are things that can be screenshot oh, yeah. or shared or saved, archived yeah. as well. So you just want to make sure, you know, if there's any particularly sensitive conversations that you may have or sensitive yeah. subject matter, you know, yeah, you want to make sure that those are in-person conversations. And I know, you know, we, we've kind of gotten a little bit of immune, immune to it just because we share everything online, we share everything via text message or what have you. Sure. But if you're having a one-to-one -one communication, verbally, like unless, you know, your room is bugged, <laughs> you know, what what goes on between the both of you, you know, there's no, there's no written, there's, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to keep it private, you know, so. And depending on the platform you're on, I don't know about all platforms, but Zoom meeting, it automatically saves all the chats. Mm. It automatically yeah. archives it into your files. So whatever you put in chat, the host it's has there. that. So yeah. So don't, yeah, so don't badmouth the host, yeah. you know. Yeah, or anybody <laughs> else. Right, right, because your ears will, your ears are burning. Um, you know, think back. For those of you who are like older millennials, you know, MSN Messenger when it first came out, and you're like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 And, uh, yeah, then like two days later, you got like an email with that copied and pasted into your email. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. To, to, con to recap, to contact somebody after a webinar is you ask. You can ask in a chat. Yes. But, again, if you ask in a public chat and everybody gets all that contact information, yeah. be aware of that. Some people may not be comfortable sharing that. So always right. ask. You can do private chats. And you can always reach out to the host to get that contact information. Yes, and you know, and, and again, if you if you are a little more hesitant to do so, you know, reach out to someone who you don't really know very well. You know, the people who the people who do give you the information via the chat, yeah. it's probably your safest bet. And then you, it's a good way to build up your confidence, and then and then kind of go towards the ones who are maybe yep. a little bit more standoffish or private. And very important, if you agree to connect, mm -hmm. connect, yeah. follow up, actually get in touch with that person. Don't ask for a connection right. and not give them a call. You lose credibility. Right, and if they do 
follow up with you, make sure you return their voicemail, their email, their text yeah. message within a reasonable amount of time. I mean, we're talking business days, right? So, I mean, if you get back to them within 24 hours, it's appropriate. Now, if it's 48, 72 hours, I mean, it's not the greatest, but, I mean, we all understand, like, these, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Don't take it any, anywhere past 72 hours. If you go more than 72 hours, it's kind of DOA. Yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, obviously, if you're really interested, and I know everyone has this whole thing like, well, I want to be eager, but I don't want to be too eager. I don't want to be interested, but not too interested. Well, you know, I think we have to lose the high school dating, you know, take on everything. And just, if you want to do business, be upfront. If you want to do business, do business. And if they're, if they're not appreciative of your, you know, your candidness and you being upfront about it, then that's probably not the best business to partner for you anyhow. Yeah. Well, hope this information helps. Yes. And uh, happy webinaring. Is that a word? Uh, I don't know. We can make one. Okay. Webinaring. Yeah, webinaring. There you go. But make sure to join us every Thursday behind the green door at 8.30 a.m. All, right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye guys.